Test, 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 test. Why don't I hear myself? Hey everybody, it's Eugene Driscoll of ValleyIndy.org. Welcome to another episode of Naval Gazing, our weekly talk show podcast that's heard all over the internet. I'm recording this about 11 p.m. Monday, June 26th. The podcast you're about to hear is edited down from a Facebook Live conversation we had earlier today with Seymour First Selectman Kurt Miller and Fire Marshal Tim Willis. And I'm doing this introduction because I cut out about the first 15 minutes of the podcast. Uh, You can still watch it on Facebook in its full form because the audio didn't really uh, pick up because we were using a cell phone to do Facebook Live. So we were a bit away from the microphones. So uh, if you want to hear the complete podcast where we go into the most read stories of the week and we talk a little more with uh, First Selectman Miller and Tim Willis about certain things, go to our Facebook page, facebook.com, facebook.com, excuse me, Valley Independent Sentinel. Click videos and you can get everything you want. Okay, without further ado, here we are joining in progress. Seymour First Selectman Kurt Miller and Assistant, I'm sorry, I messed that up during the entire podcast, so it's only fitting that I just leave this mistake in. Deputy Seymour Fire Marshal Tim Willis. That's uh, First Selectman Kurt Miller of Seymour, and that's Deputy Fire Marshal Tim Willis of Seymour. I'm blocking, I'm blocking Tim. I moved it a little bit. I, there's, there's, there's a give Tim some. We have a, we're, we're, we have a, there's about this much professionalism that's going into this broadcast. But uh, would you had so it's it's Monday, right? What's today? It's June 26th. Yep. Uh, we'll get this on ValleyIndy.org tomorrow, which is June 27th. But for our listeners on WNHH 103.5 FM, this will drop. July 3rd. So, July 3rd, wow. You know what I want to do before? I want to do a little plug for the, uh, I'm sorry, does Seymour have fireworks? A fireworks show? Not no. this time of year. There's another municipality that does. It's called Derby. Shocking. Derby Shelton Derby fireworks. Shelton, yes. I got, do you have, do you have that up? Or I got to find got it. it. Hold on. July 3rd. July 3rd. Derby Town Clerk Mark Garofalo, he says... Uh, I'm thinking of a now, that, that old Chevy Chase thing, news for the hearing impaired. <laughs> Our top story! <laughs> the fireworks will take place Monday, July 3rd at dusk. The rain date is Wednesday, July 5th. There will also be a musical concert with Pop Rocks beginning at Whoa. 7 p.m. And good. if you go to valiant.org, on the left side of the page under Extra Both. Extra, there's they a big picture of fireworks that say, uh, you know, fireworks July 3rd. And if you click on that link, you could find out all the info about that. And we, we thank for the Derby for sending that info out because that's usually the most requested uh, information every June. I'm just seeing some crazy uh, stuff on my, my personal email. Wow, we got a lot of work to do. How about this week in history, Ethan? What if we, what if we jump down to this week in history before we get into the... Uh, Stated well, t- purpose I, these, of this. Are, these are all from 1906 because I thought this was a sort of interesting uh, story that developed in 1906. And what would be great if none of these are Seymour either? So you I, no, oh no, oh no, Seymour's involved. Right, in so Derby. 
Ansonia, the Board of Education votes to remove all old bells from city schools. They cite the nuisance of boys sneaking in the schools to ring the bells at midnight on the yeah. 4th of July. Just boys, I guess. So you remember that, right? What, what was it? Why were the bells there and what were... 1906? <laughs> the affected schools are School Street, Elm Street, Grove Street, and Hill Street schools. Many are against it including the Evening Sentinel. Whoa. And then uh, later... They were very anti-Bell. They were known yeah. for their anti-Bell. Anso- no, they were pro-Bell. Oh, pro-Bell. Pro oh, I'm sorry. Motion to reconsider the removal of, of Bells from the tops of Ansonia schools fails by a vote of 5-3 at a Board of Education meeting, despite much public sentiment against it. And then June 26th, 1906, Seymour... The Sentinel correspondent for Great Hill weighs in on the debate over continuing school bells in Ansonia. So they didn't have a staff writer that it was a correspondent, even in what year was that? 1906. Just covering Great Hill. Uh, Huntley Haverstock, perhaps. Anyone? No? Okay. The, uh, all right. And I quote. It's from a... Uh, Is that from Parks and Rec? It's a uh, uh, foreign correspondent, Albert Hitch, Hal- Alfred Hitch, Albert Hitchcock, Alfred Hitchcock, excuse me. Okay, this is the Great Hill Correspondent in 1906. Quote, in regard to the non-Bell movement of an adjoining town, we care not for their example. The thought of parting with the bells of our hamlet would certainly be grievous. As tributes of loving donors, long may they fulfill their purpose of inspiration to duty at chapel, school, and conflagration. Why don't you guys write like that anymore? Maybe we should. That's just proper English. And then also, This Week in History, uh, 1906, Shelton. I write for the people, Mr. Miller. Shelton High School graduates. This is 1906. Shelton High School graduates its largest class ever, 16. Wow. At Derby's Sterling Opera House. I just thought that was, you know, shows how the times have changed. I'd like to go back. Did you just call the people on Great Hill and Seymour elitist? No, sir. I was was referring to you as an elitist with your... Oh, okay. I just wanted to clarify Advocating for proper English. For the record, I am pro-Bell. Yeah. So. All right, good. We got we got We do have the bell right in front of Town Hall, which we let the kids ring all the time. Is that and the it was actual... a Pokemon Go spot? Oh, I remember that. That's yeah. right, it was. It was, yeah. it, was a, it was a gym or whatnot for yeah. Pokemon. What's that? Must yeah, what's the story like behind that bell? Or... Yeah, yeah. Didn't you get a grant from It used to be the Matthews. bell that was in center school. Oh, so that's the exact Oh, so we're talking then See, in 2012 when you... we got a grant from Matthews had the bell restored. Oh, so By that the was the bell. bell yeah. No one's going to hear you. Yeah. By the original yeah. bell company. So now it's nice. There we go. Oh, I'll wow. slide up. That's fascinating. I know Farrell used to I have guess. a bell right outside their thing on Main Street there. We have you a bell right like, out front. You could see like in the shrubbery where where it was, but I'm told that I think it's now up at their uh, their uh, new head, headquarters, so that's good. Which is looking good. All right. So the other thing I wanted to mention, since we have uh, some Seymour people on our broadcast slash podcast today, Seymour Cinemas 12 up there in the Tritown Plaza are doing kind of a cool thing. I'm a movie buff. I know you guys are all movie buffs. Uh, They're having Throwback Thursdays in July and August. Every Thursday at 7 p.m., 7 bucks per person. The schedule is as follows. I won't go through the whole thing, but if you search Seymour Cinemas on Facebook, you can find out this information yourself and confirm that it's not fake news. July 6th, Jaws is playing. July 13th, E.T. July 20th, Gremlins. I'm excited about Gremlins. I'm not going to lie. I interviewed the guy from Gremlins about a year ago. I don't remember his name, but he was pretty cool. Was, that the, was John Lithgow in that? 
No. Are you really? American? I'm thinking the Hendersons yeah. with John Lithgow. Yeah. I'm, maybe I'm thinking, of, was he in some sketch in a movie where like he's on a plane or a That's bus? The Twilight, Twilight Zone, Zone, Ethan. Twilight Zone. Okay. I don't know. Completely different movies. Barely in the same genre. How dare I? And uh, July 27th, Princess Bride. So there's a couple more. Right, so that's I got pretty a, cool. We got a question on Facebook from Teresa. What is this probably? Oko Dunlop. Uh, sorry if I mispronounced that. Do we know how much longer they will be working in the river path before it's open and reopening the closed lane in the bridge? So that's what, Route 67? Yeah, tell Route us about 67, that. Route 67, Bank Street, right on the entrance to Route 8. That's the first phase of the Seymour Greenway Trail. Uh, we expect that that work will be completed by mid-July is the plan. And what's the what's the trail for, if you can uh, explain it to someone who never goes to Seymour? Oh, so I'll explain not, it. Uh, not let us. Ex- so let me explain it to you two. Um, maybe if you read... Never mind, I won't say. <laughs> who's, oh, I'm whose sorry. story you might want to read from I'm the sorry. New Haven Register? Your mic yeah. cut out. You're, I, hold on. <laughs> <Good luck>. uh, <laughs> but this is uh, phase one. It goes from the... Um, you can actually be the post or the register. It's yeah, all the same. The it's all the same. Well, they share stories back and forth. Corporate devil. Wow, corporate devil. That's nah, deep. I'm just, I'm just kidding. <clears throat> Go Trump. Anyway, the um, <laughs> it goes from the Greenway Trail all the way up to Bank Street. So it's phase one. So we're trying to promote connectivity in the downtown area, make it easier for people to move around. Phase two will run back along the river, and then phase three will come from Broad Street Park into the Fish Bypass. That's pretty cool. So Good. Hey, this is phase one. also says, thank you for your service to, t- <laughs> to Tim. <laughs> Todd, know, I, I try. I try for you, Mr. Neal. Yeah, poor uh, Deputy Fire Marshal Willis is on vacation this week, and we got him right, dragged going in here extra mile because he's dedicated. So, and let's I'm get trying. into so now it's been it's been exactly fifteen minutes now that we've had we our, killed enough time our friendly banter. Yeah, now it's time. How many viewers do we have, Ethan? A hundred thousand, probably a hundred, probably fifteen viewers. Sweet. Wow, right now, big crowd. So yeah, hey, for noon well, on 14, a on a Monday. Watching. Oh, that's a good 18, point. Yeah, we're on. Yeah, oh, yeah we're live. We're live while we're live. We're thanks again. for auditing our numbers, Tim. So let's talk about there is a new calendar. There is. Or that's coming, I should say. Oh, oh, oh. That uh, is, a, is a, uh, I guess, a joint project of the Seymour Fire Department and the local animal shelter. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, go ahead. and It's uh, it's Cares of Seymour. It's Coco's Animal Rescue Efforts of Seymour. Um, they're a volunteer organization. They've been around since 2011. Um, they approached the fire department a while back saying, hey, we have this great idea for a calendar to get some awareness of who we are raise some funds for the care of the animals, and hopefully get some of these animals adopted. So uh, they reached out, and uh, they came forward to the fire department, and the fire department jumped on uh, with it. And uh, we're doing a 12-month calendar. There's going to be 12 separate firefighters, all different posing, all different animals, trying to get some of these cats and dogs homes. And so, and this, but uh, just for anybody uh, uh, watching at home, it's not a beefcake camera, uh, camera uh, uh, calendar, because usually uh, these know? calendars, if... Uh, I'm sorry, what? How do you know it's not a beefcake calendar? I, I don't I'm need to go to the Board of Selectmen <laughs> meetings. <laughs> Wait, what'd you say? He's not in it. <laughs> oh, okay. yeah, yeah. Well, you know why he's not in it? Because we took the pictures in Seymour. <laughs> this is... <laughs> yeah, we opted not to go that route, perhaps. Okay. But, These uh, are fully clothed firemen? Fully clothed firemen. You will, see, uh, you will see 12 different firefighters in their dress uniforms, in their fire gear. We have one in... Uh, with animals. With animals. Uh, cats and dogs every single month paired up, and uh, we're trying to get some of them homes. I believe 11 of the 12 have oh, actually... Oh, wait. These are actually animals the, that can be adopted. They are. I believe 11 least, of the 12, okay. I was told, already have found placement. Oh, wow. However, okay. there's, uh, there's a dog named Mallory that still needs a home. 
and then there's what's the matter with Mallory? Cats. What's Mallory's problem? You, you know, that's all I got was Ma- I didn't get Mallory's backstory. I really don't have a feel for Mallory other than Mallory still needs a home. But there's it was uh, abandoned by the first selectman. <laughs> wow, These accusations. Uh, you want, want to address that? This is good. All right, Miller went silent. You know, right? <laughs> I'm, I'm longer speaking. Mo- mo- moving on. So it took like what three months to put this to calendar together, and and, and how much does it cost? And, yeah, and there, how do people get? There it? was definitely some logistics to it. Um, what happened was when they approached, you know, they wanted to set up. They brought in a professional photographer. This wasn't me on my iPhone taking these pictures. Um, there's definitely quality photos. Uh, they set it up. This this group, um, they're located in Seymour in the industrial park in Silvermine, um, where the animal control used to be located. Um, they are a separate inst- uh, uh, business. Uh, I'm sorry, I shouldn't say business. Nonprofit is what they are. And they came forward. They approached us. We get these firefighters together. A lot of it was planning, getting the right shoots. But uh, this wasn't simply just have the firefighters show up. And we're going to take some pictures. They they really plan this out. Which animals? Which which firefighters? Just like when they're trying to find homes for these animals, there is a comprehensive setup. After speaking with them, it's it's not as simple as just going and picking out an animal. They really want to pair these up with the right homes because uh, these animals were all either surrendered or abandoned at one point. So mm-hmm. they want to make sure they have a comfortable uh, lives after their temporary stay in the shelter. And who took the like? Who, who's the photographer? Who took the pictures? And that that's the problem. I don't know the actual woman's name. Um, there, I am going to be giving you guys some links later, um, especially how to get this calendar, um, which it's it's seymourcares.org. You can go on there. You can order it. I believe it's $18 shipped. It is $15. But, um, again, you'll get to see some of Seymour's bravest with these animals, uh, a lighter side of them. And, yeah, how did you decide uh, which firefighters to participate in? Uh, That's not English. I apologize. I'm sorry for that. But you know what I'm trying to say. I'll let it go. Let let this one slide. Uh, What they did was we we wanted to see, first of all, who would volunteer. Just like our fire department, it's all volunteer. We said, which one of you want to step up? and come to the plate and we did have uh, 12 right off the bat jump in we decided to uh, split it up between the two volunteer companies so there'll be six firefighters from Citizens Engine Company and there'll also be six firefighters from uh, Great Hill Hose Company and uh, we do have a fancy photo here to yeah, show let me, yours I'm going to go really high tech here because this is the Valley India nonprofit news site sorry we're not Hearst and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get up and, and hold this I know that. say what? nothing I'm gonna I'm gonna hold this photo in front of the camera, like and Tim will that? explain. So you don't trip over everything. I'll be all right. Okay. I don't have the liability to have you up and about. All right. So and then Tim will explain who this is and, and what you're looking at. Hold on one second. Go ahead, uh, Ethan. Kill some time there. Uh, well, actually, we have a comment from John Hannon who says, "Oh boy, oh boy. Oh boy. And he's in the calendar. Oh, That's oh rude of the surprise. The calendar oh promises to be excellent PR, not only for the animal rescue but for the Seymour Fire Department as well." Though I don't know what month he will be appearing, it's my understanding that Lieutenant Hannon had an outstanding photo shoot. So Wow. Oh, and, and Todd Todd also says to Tim, thanks for the invite. <laughs> why yeah, why isn't there a, a, a Todd Nigel Jr. On- he has his there, own calendar. There, there probably should be an entire calendar. Yes, yeah. I mean I, I I would, I would personally, treat, yeah. yeah, maybe yeah. perhaps from his uh, pizza contest, uh, yes. e- eating or attempt at a pizza what was contest. That Day? Yes, yeah, at, he, uh, the, at Zoe's, uh, Mister Neil attempted to uh, to uh, eat a pizza, but uh, like 15 minutes later, we just decided it wasn't best for him. Yeah. So, <laughs> all right, so here we go. Let me see. Oh, that works. It worked beautifully. Oh, there you go. There's my ugly thumb. So who are we looking at here? Tim? You you are looking at Captain Quinn Levy of the Great Hill Hose Company in Seymour. Um, I apologize. I wish I knew that uh, that uh, that canine that he's holding. 
Um, but I, uh, yeah, dressed to the nines, right? Both of them, right Looking in good. front of uh, one of our uh, fire trucks in town, uh, and, and you'll you'll get twelve fantastic months of photos like that. It's who are the other firefighters? Name some, throw out some names. Uh, uh, Lieutenant Lieutenant John Hannon, who uh, commented, will be in it. <laughs> uh, uh, firefighter Cynthia Kenny is in it. Uh, Captain Matt Calzone from Citizens Engine Company, and then uh, our very own track star, uh, Justin Trotsky from Citizens Eng- Engine Company will also be in it. And then what's the website again? It's, uh, it's seymourcares.org, and you can go right on there. The link right at the top is uh, to order the calendar, and uh, I'll be getting some information to you, making sure you guys uh, tag them and post them in it. Yeah, and if you go to that website, it, it, well, uh, it promises... You won't have any rough days with this calendar. Wait, say that again. Are you FF? Say that again. I stepped on you. You won't have any rough days with this calendar. Wow. That's nice. All right. Stacey Thayer says, Quinn. I think you mentioned. Yeah, yes. yes. Uh, Todd says, I was going to be in it, but they couldn't afford me. (laughs) (laughs) Still walking off that pizza. I was going to say. I I can make a comment. Remind me to ask a a Seymour question when. Ooh, go ahead. Why, why wait? Okay. Just wow. go ahead. From, uh, Art Goudreau, again, sorry if I'm mispronouncing. He asks, is the recycling program working financially the way you hoped? Well, then you guys switched, what, from one company to Winter Brothers with the, with the single well, we've, stream service? We've had Winters Brothers, but we switched to the automated system with the large 96-gallon containers. Um, this year, we had put $100,000 in contingency. Uh, that was the amount that we had projected or hoped that we would save. Um, we're going to actually save about 50000 So and this is basically because the company essentially pays you for the recycling? company pays us for recycling. Uh, the rates change from time to time depending on the commodities market and things like that. But the less we put into municipal solid waste, which costs us about $76 a ton, versus the recycling, which we get probably $15 a ton. So that swing is, is where the savings is. So it's about, and to answer his question, it's about $50,000 in savings this year. And you had anticipated 100000 Well, we had hoped for 100 And how come it fell short? It's still a savings, but how does it I uh, think we were um, very hopeful with the amount of recycling we would do. We, I think we thought we would do more recycling than we had. We're still doing a tremendous amount more compared to where we were. Mm-hmm. But just not quite as much, and you know there was a lot of garbage this year too. So and uh, yeah, I don't just know thinking like like putting my own houses recycling out on the curb weekly. Like there's usually more recycling than garbage, and you know 20 years ago that was not. You get you get a little yeah, closer to that. You're not going to be picked up at all. I mean, but I was an awful recycler until this whole process. Now it's very. Good. My daughter is. Um, she's crazy about it. She's constantly yelling at me if a, I drop a bottle in the garbage can. She wants it in the recycling bin, so it's good. You know, I know of another municipality that is very good at recycling. I don't know if you <laughs> let me guess. City of Derby. I was going to say <laughs> City of Derby, where I live. Uh, but you had an event. I think it was Thursday or Friday. You were washing cars to raise money for Team, right? For and team, team Meals on Wheels. State Rep uh, Linda Gentile. 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 I always that's mess that how, up. I that's apologize. How she said the authentic is. And I am authentic, right? We're authentic here at the Valley Indy. She just they, they just got a, a grant wedding anniversary. I didn't know that. Her and her husband. I want to say 40-some-odd years I saw it on Facebook. Wow, congratulations. Yeah. So she just announced that uh, Team Inc. got a grant that'll help, uh, I guess, vehicles for Meals on Wheels. And then last week, you had a fundraiser for Meals on Wheels. How'd that go? What what was it? Where was it? How'd it go? Well, as you know, we do the taco eating contest that you guys don't cover on Cinco de Mayo. Because we're, it's during the Great Give when we're literally raising money and raising awareness for hundreds 
of nonprofits in the area, including Team Inc. Why you guys do it on, you know. Why we do it on Cinco de Mayo? You know, I'm, I, really I'm, I really can't speak to you that. Wanna, I think that, you <laughs> I think go, that date was determined long before. You want to go born, next but. year? You want to eat some tacos? I will. Come on. Well, the, who's your competition? Rob Kane? Did he come back after uh, jogging actually, 16 miles? Al- isn't Alex Danka the rain, Alex Danka didn't participate this year. Oh. He was he was under the weather, so he wasn't able to. But my man Rory Burke. There was three guys that tied. Come on. So they had to chug a can of Takati beer, the big oil style can. I did that this morning for breakfast. And that determined the winner. <laughs> so okay. but now you're making me digress. I made a bet with David Morgan, who was the president of a team who would eat more tacos. If he beat me, I had to wash the meals on wheels trucks. If I okay. beat him, he would have had to wash Seymour Town trucks. One of them would have been the latter. That's truck. not a fair. Because that would have taken him. Choice, that would yeah. taken him at least three days to do. Um, I lost. So being a man of my word, we rolled the trucks in, and then at that point we put it out on Facebook. If you want to have your car washed, come on down and I'll wash your your car. And you raised about four hundred bucks. About right? four hundred bucks. Yeah. Very nice. Not bad for a couple hours. Awesome. So anybody else have any questions before I move into our our, our topics? My for brother the, uh, says commodities are all down. So that thank you. Thank you, Jesse. All right. There we go. Tritown Plaza, the Connecticut Post recently had a story. I think, right. we've, I think we've written this story ourselves probably 300 times over the past the couple of years. The Post and the Register both had stories. About, about, uh, by the same person, same. right? It's, <laughs> is that really? They look very similar, too, quotes and all. Hey, the, yeah, there's, there's, hey, media consolidation, absolutely good for democracy, uh, as we can see. Uh, but they had, I guess, Tritown Plaza is like, it's almost a comedy at this point, right? Try down. It was supposed to be demo. Now there's a one last realtor, I guess, making. We've heard this before. What's the latest on the uh, lack of progress at Tritown Plaza? Uh, we're starting to receive the information for the demolition. Uh, so the owner of the property is going through his due diligence and starting to present that paperwork to the town so we can uh, go through it to make sure everything is as it should be. He's been doing this for a long time. Not though, right? not seriously, though. Uh, the demolition's probably only been serious in the last six months or so. He wanted to give it one last chance to see if it can be uh, rented out. Uh, if that's not done, it's my understanding that in some point in July or August, that paper will, uh, paperwork will officially be put in and it will be knocked down. Oddly enough, I got an email... Uh, last night from a uh, person that lives in New York was a longtime Seymour person. Donald that, Trump? No. <laughs> anyway. He's a developer. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but he has some interest in trying to develop the property. So he reached out to me last night. I haven't had a chance to talk to him as of yet. Uh, but he wants to give it a whirl because of the article that he read, oddly enough, in, in the Connecticut Post. So that certainly helps. So we'll see what happens. But <laughs> so he's, he's getting it. He's... He's deciding where to invest based on that article. No, but and the article, I don't, he didn't, I don't think he realized that no. the plaza was as open as it was. So he has some ideas. Now, one thing that's interesting, that that, that plaza has sat in their current condition. Uh, it's in for a very long time. Yes. And meanwhile, I mean, you know, manufacturing left the valley a long time ago. We're seeing some progress of old uh, manufacturing buildings being redeveloped into housing, or at least proposals or ideas uh, here in Ansonia, and Shelton's done it. But then retail, we're seeing, you know, those jobs are disappearing. You know, the, the factory jobs, to some extent, were replaced by these lower-paying lower retail jobs. Mm-hmm. But So does that... Because I'm getting worried that what are you going to do at Tritown Plaza? Because that type of retail uh, is going away. 
what's going to how do you how does he deal with that well i think that's one of the reasons why he wants to knock the buildings down having a hundred thousand square feet in two big boxes essentially i don't think is as attractive as people think if you look at the development that's going on around it's a lot of the smaller type stores you know ten thousand square feet fifteen thousand square feet so i think that's the model that he's going to look at more of a village type feel like the uh, Valley Bowl Yes, uh, Valley Bowl is a perfect, perfect example of that. You know, where you took that one big thing, knocked it down, you have several smaller stores. I think that's more realistic. Is there any chance that would become housing of any type or a mix? Is that Would that even be allowed or would he have to um, get... I think it would require a zone change uh, through planning and zoning, which I'm not sure uh, what would happen, to be honest with you, if that was the case. I would not want to say that, but... Well, I Just guess it would depend on the type of what, housing what it that it was. You know, I always use the example, we would like to fill our downtown with um, younger professionals, kind of that South Norwalk type feel, people that are going to take the train to and from Fairfield County into New York City, because those are the people that are going to go out at night, restaurants, bars, breathe some life into downtown. So if we can get more of those, I think that'd be great. Ethan Fry? It'd be great to... Uh like, like the uh, the train service. What's going on with? Because uh, I think that would be an important prerequisite to uh, getting that type of uh, person to move there. Mm-hmm. Um, we I, might I we might not like have a, thought out this arrangement a year or Sorry two ago, that. but like they, okay. they announced like funding or, or Governor Malloy announced funding for that siding project to make trains more free. Have you ever? Have you? I'm still waiting any, for the fifty-five dollars he promised everybody about four years ago. So it's probably within the same check. So nothing, nothing, no news on that. No. Okay. Well, the siding pro- that's progressing. I know they've done work in or Derby. They're doing design if, work. Yeah. Or, well, they've got like the, the stuff out there. If you follow the Waterbury line on Twitter, uh, okay. he's been he's been updating it. Mm-hmm. So I guess it is happening. So okay. I mean, government works slow, particularly at the state level. So, you know, one thing, and, I, and I'm skipping around here, but it is June uh, 26th, and this will broadcast July 3rd on the radio. So we have the holidays coming up, and I guess this is a, this is like the fire marshal dream holiday. It, it kind of is. <laughs> it's is it's right up the, there with uh, the the winter holidays when everyone burns their houses down. Unfortunately, <laughs> right. so and you know I I always hated fireworks as a kid. I have like a phobia really? against them. Oh yeah, yeah. That's why yeah, we don't yeah, have them in Seymour. Okay, <laughs> just for me. Just for you. But yeah, yeah. I would like hide under the bed. I'm like 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 a you know like a dog hates thunder. I'm, no, I'm no, always I got like you. that. I got you. So I but but now I'm sort of now that I'm an old man, I'm getting over it. Uh, a little bit, uh, you know, with aid. Uh, what can I buy, not buy? Because I, I, I just got in the mail yesterday uh, this advertisement for fireworks, but it was in Massachusetts. It was like the nearest location was Springfield, Massachusetts. And growing up, we would have some fireworks display, but basically yeah, yeah, absolutely. You, you'd buy them from organized crime figures in the Bronx. It was clearly <laughs> illegal and clearly uh, below board. So what what are some things that you can buy, and what are... Like, do you get worried? I mean, you're on vacation, oh, but, but like, is, what, what's it like to, to sit there on, a, on the 4th of July as a the, fire marshal? This is certainly a busy time of year for us, and uh, I, I was trying to find a way to segue into this at some point, so this is perfect. But uh, 4th of July, the best way to enjoy a show is to go to a professional show. That's how you should watch fireworks. Let the professionals handle it. Go with the family. Sit back and watch. Um, as far as what you can buy, in the state of Connecticut, we hear fireworks all the time. You see advertising fireworks. Um, fireworks are illegal in the state of Connecticut. What you can buy is sparklers, fountains. Fountains are really just sparklers that are on the ground. They're bigger. They emit sparks. 
Uh, anything that shoots a flaming ball, yes, that's the technical term, a flaming ball into the air, is illegal. Your Roman candles, your things uh, of that nature. Uh, salutes, any any of those type uh, fireworks are all illegal. So the Bottle best, rockets. Bottle illegal. rockets are illegal, yes, especially uh, in, in uh, mortars you'll see you know, that shot out of tubes. Unfortunately, we will go to some of those calls throughout the, the summer. And uh, mortars, uh, that's actually a felony. I mean, that year it's possessing explosives, so... Well, um, so what gets you? What gets the fire department to respond to like a mortar call? How does that come in? Um, a, a, a lot of times it comes in as noise complaints. Um, certainly over the next week, I'm sure we're going to hear it more and more, and we will get called out from that. Uh, unfortunately, what happens a lot of times with those bottle rockets, those Roman candles, is we we get some fires. Hopefully, let's hopefully they're small. Hopefully they're grass fires if they do happen. But unfortunately, we've had them land on houses. We had a shed burn down a few years ago, and unfortunately. Um, if you do decide to go that route and use that and cause a fire, you will be arrested. I, I can guarantee you that. So the big thing is, is be safe. Go watch a professional show. Enjoy it with your family. Put away your cell phones and just look at them. Watch them. No one wants to see your pictures of fireworks. That's my little pet peeve completely away They never from. come out. No one them, asks yeah. to see the pictures on your phone of fireworks. Go uh, and enjoy the moment. Some sort of issue with the... I'm getting a thing that says the live video has ended. Oh, boy. Uh-oh. What did you do, Kurt? Did you I break our did you phantom break our fireworks? Just cut me off to uh, push their sales. Yeah, right. But we still got the podcast going. Sorry, something went wrong. Yeah, because I want to talk about the guy calling you a snowflake. Yeah, I wonder. You let us know when we're back. Should be back now, but okay. So sorry about that. I guess our live broadcast somehow uh, just ended because we had, I think, sixty thousand viewers at once, which fried the Facebook servers. Uh, and Deputy Marshal Tim Willis was oh, talking we're about. Back we're definitely back on. It's been confirmed by a government official. Yeah. Deputy so, Fire Marshal Tim Willis was talking about uh, what you can't have and the dangers of, uh, of fireworks uh, this time of year. And I guess our audio problem was I, I had referenced that we had, uh, about a week ago, I had criticized uh, InfoWars, that sort of loopy website that denies uh, the Sandy sh Hook shootings happened. And a reader, astutefully, through some digging, found out that we're actually funded by Zuckerberg and other left wing. And he called me a, he called me a snowflake, which apparently made you happy. I, f I found that funny. Yes, I did. It was pretty funny. Not the Sandy Hook fact, just the fact that he called he you a snowflake. Called me a it's snowflake. Funny, yeah. That's uh so I don't know how much of uh they heard of your 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 fight but when so when something hits like a shed and it burns down what happens is like like a bottle rocket goes off it lands there then hours later it smolders and goes up you, you know we we like we've seen both sides of it. We had a shed a couple years ago that got hit with a uh, Roman candle of uh, of flaming ball from a uh, Roman candle and it lit right up but we have had some after the fact um, the big thing in case we get shut down again is uh, go watch professional shows um, if you are going to use the fountains and the sparklers they are for adults believe it or not I mean I remember as a kid and I'm sure everyone else held a sparkler when you were a kid if you actually read the directions on there mm -hmm. you should be at least 16 years old to hold a sparkler so uh, burn you you know little Johnny may not approve of my message right now but <laughs> hold on to those adults watch your kids adult supervision and uh, be prepared to call the fire department if you have an issue don't uh, don't freak out and worry about getting in trouble it, you're going to get in more trouble if you cause a fire uh, because you didn't call us and you were scared so um, does, the, does the fire department like have extra people on standby on the 4th of July just intense intent in anticipation of these 
As my plug for all of the Valley, particularly CMAR, 100% volunteer, and we are uh, always ready for the call. So, uh, again, uh, promote your volunteer fire departments, which we are 100% volunteer. Now, I don't know if you're aware of this, First Selectman Miller, but there's, oh, a, there's, another, there's another municipality where Derby? it's... Yeah, Derby. <laughs> wow. Specifically, Surprising. what part of Derby do I live in? I always forget. West I'm, in, Derby? I'm in West Derby. West Derby. Yeah, Hawthorne Avenue, where uh, there are basically fireworks t- all the time. It's uh, so... Yeah, yeah I was know. saying, uh, like, like year round this, or pretty like much year, yeah and usually like first like the month of june you could start hearing like the the personal displays i guess but i i just anecdotally i feel like there have been fewer this year i don't know if that's the that's the, due to the hard work of the local fire marshals yeah, yeah. could be yeah um, <laughs> but yeah i don't maybe after july 4th we'll we'll hear more i don't know Let's let's or hope not I, I don't know if fewer people are making the trip to uh south carolina you know for south of the border so let's talk the other the only other uh actually there were two more items i wanted to ask you about first selectman miller uh i was driving on route eight uh to derby yesterday uh, to get out of seymour actually i was going through <laughs> seymour from Ansonia to derby <laughs> up to i was on my way to simsbury wow Ooh, yeah fancy yeah i have relatives up there wow yeah i feel happy so uh but i saw 38 columbus is done and you can see it's and it right on top. It says if you don't know where you are, it's 38 Columbus. Boom! Mm-hmm. You can see it from the highway. Yeah, uh, and that was a building that had generated some controversy because of its size and some parking issues. Another thing. Uh, yeah. It's a, it's an interesting like downtown Seymour is interesting to me because you have that building now, which is tall, and then you have kind of the quaint uh, antique district and, yep. and the Strand Theater, and then the, I mean, the the fire department in that historic building and town hall, and then you have the other large uh, uh, apartment buildings right there. There seems to be like a like a push and pull happening as to mm-hmm. what direction. Do you think that 38 Columbus, uh, that type of architecture, that type of building is the future? Will we see more of that? Or would you say, well, we're going to keep that as it is? I think we'll probably keep that as it is. There's not a lot of space downtown. So unless they're going to start knocking buildings down, um, there's really no other places to put new buildings in the downtown area. So I think it might not be cost effective to knock a building down and put a new one back up and so. you think is that uh, i mean is it fully occupied at this point or that are they at the point where people are moving in and, and how how is it i mean there was a lot of concern before about potential impacts this may have on the community either good bad or indifferent have you seen anything uh, so uh, i far? saw an article in the newspaper um i won't mention which newspaper but it was the uh, end of last week was it, it an article or was it a pr piece i think it was more of a pr fluff piece oh okay um, i don't think it's fully rented i'm just kidding That's i just just think they're i think they're still looking for uh people there so but uh the, you know the owner doesn't reach out to me and give me updates so our last few conversations haven't gone so well so why is that well you know if you make commitments to uh, do certain things. I expect that you're going to do those certain things, and when you don't, you're going to get called out on those, and that shouldn't make you upset. What were some of the things? Because uh, I'm Just in the part of the construction process, things that were committed to be done that weren't done, and some different things like that. Like having to do with parking, or like what uh, was Parking, specific? and, you know, directing of traffic, and, uh, you know, blocking of the roads, and, you know, workers just throwing stuff off the roof into a dumpster below. Just, you know, common sense, things like that. Um, okay. weren't fouled and when they got called on that they didn't like that so and that was a bit I mean for 
downtown Seymour, that was a big project. I mean, because oh, yeah. you, like, like you're saying, there's not a lot of land there. It's all, no. it's all tight together. So that could be the a headache. If definitely inconvenienced a lot of people. But it's it's done now. It's over. You, uh, yeah. The, the construction part, at least, is over. So I don't know. Like I said, I don't know how fully uh, rented it is at this point. But And is that open to any? Like, can no. I, it's, it's got to, you got to be a senior. Seniors, okay. Yeah. And the other thing I noticed, you had a, a board of selectmen meeting last week. You noticed it. June 20th. Now, wow. Yes. The agenda was riveting. There's a lot of good <laughs> things we did. Talked uh, about well, let's talk about some of them. Let, cause you, you, let's, 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 you can talk to us. We hired an employee. Us, and, I mean, who'd you hire? Well, I saw, you should have probably come to the meeting. Let me, let me no. ask you, how many people were in that room? Uh, we probably had 25 or 30. Well, you can reach 30,000 more now on the Valley Indie Facebook page and podcast. Communications Commission. I'm interested in this. You've established a Communications Commission. Well, no, no, no. We've had a Communications Commission for quite some time. We're updating oh. the ordinance. Oh, okay. What is your Communications Commission? Who is it? What is it? What do they do? Well, essentially what we want to do... And is it's an ordinance? That's... It, it's created by ordinance. Fascinating. Uh, people we had on it are not what I'd call decision makers. So I think what it did was it hurt the flow of communication for lack of a better thing back to our emergency service groups so what we want to do is change it so the chiefs the service chiefs oh i got are the you. ones that I, actually sit on the commission i completely misunderstood what this is i thought it was a, a like a town sort of pr thing to no. use facebook no. to get oh this is you're talking no, no, no. about emergency communications yes. yeah. Yeah. through okay yeah. Interesting. And then also you had uh, a discussion, I guess, about the, it was another ordinance thing, uh, the director of emergency management. Yes. Yeah. We, um, all our ordinances talk about the old civil defense okay. group that we used to have. It's, it's kind of changed over the last uh, 10 or 15 years. So we want to update the ordinances to make sure that they're pertinent for today. And there's some uh, discussion back and forth as to what the best way to go about doing that is. So it was actually a very good discussion. Uh, several of our volunteer firemen showed up um, to voice their uh, opinion on it. Um, they came with a lot of data, a lot of research, which was good. Um, everybody's open to making the, everything better. Um, it's just a matter of how we specifically get there. So Ordinance Committee is going to take everybody's opinion, uh, kind of go through that, and come up with something probably by the fall. Okay. Uh, and then in terms of any news, I mean, like, I, I, I did not attend that meeting. Uh, Shocking. People love to hear, well, now that you've described it, I can't, I'm killing myself for not being there now. <laughs> when was the last board of select meeting you actually attended? Uh, you know, I went to one, and unfor unfortunately there was a vermin infestation. A mouse ran across the room, mm, and well, after that, that was like I was like, I don't know. Yeah. The mouse issue of 2012. I don't know if I want to, you know, I got young kids, I don't want to bring home whatever... Air is that I went a few months ago, but the uh, the town's Wi-Fi wasn't connected to the internet, so oh yeah, it's I, I haven't been back since. Right. Yes, and your investigative <laughs> reporter was mad. I wouldn't give him the secure password That's to get right. to the town server. <laughs> we did. Well, we did wifi. a uh, we did a live broadcast from, and then we just had. But then we did give it to. We did give you the password. We just uh, yes, had Professor you. Jody Gill attend a Seymour planning and zoning meeting about uh, wherever the last one was. I guess that was in the last three weeks. Mm -hmm. uh, and she did a good story about yeah. a uh, development project. All of her stories are good. That was there, and now it's back again. Uh, but so what did we miss? What, what was, if you had a, if you had, you're, you're, you're on a subway train and you're getting off at the, at the next stop and you have, you, you have about five seconds to tell somebody the most important thing that happened at that meeting. We, Go. we hired a new deputy, or excuse me, assistant town clerk. So you're spending some money. To replace oh. 
our longtime deputy town clerk, Liz Conrad, who is actually retiring at the end of this week. Oh, wow. Congratulations. So Liz has been a great employee for the town for many, many years. It's sad to see her go, um, but she wants to enjoy her retirement with her with her husband, her, her grand grandchild, so she can spend more time with them. So sad to see her go, but uh, we're going to hire a, a woman who's actually been the town hall floater. Uh, Veronica Hoffman is her name. Uh, great, great lady. Hardworking, dedicated. So I think she'll be a nice fit in the uh, town clerk's office. That's nice. That's a nice story. Yeah. How about in terms of uh, any any new restaurants or any new business? People love to hear about like restaurants uh, and new businesses. Do you have anything uh, in on the horizon before we wrap it up on this episode of Naval Gazing? Nothing. This is probably the most organized uh, well, episode. Well, I saw the new... Was it? Is it Haynes that owns the property behind? Oh, they've really done a lot. Shoprite yeah. or thirty. I mean, Haynes owns back behind uh, Stop and Shop. Okay. That I, I is, saw that they had their new outdoor thing right near the Route outdoor living is yeah, 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 Derby Avenue. Pretty cool. Behind uh, Stop and Shop is where they do the actual uh, rock cutting and work. Oh, okay. Um, it's actually it's it's quite a thing to see. But if you haven't had a chance to stop by their new, sh- new showroom, and the, at the end of Derby Avenue, it's 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 something. Got a lot of yeah, nice. I saw, uh, there was, they have a. I saw a Facebook video of like the. I think it must be like a drone. Yeah, there was a yeah, drone video showing around. Yeah, sort of and this cool. is probably a good time to mention that if you want to advertise on valleyindy.org mm. and support conversations like this, in-depth, informal talk about your community, go to valleyindy.org and click poster board. You can add your poster for ninety nine dollars, and we'll share it. Uh, it goes on our page. It goes on the New Haven Independent, and we'll share it on Valley Indy. No, I'm sorry, Facebook.com/slash Valley Independent Sentinel. The most read website or Antonia social media Derby. page in in uh, in Ansonia and Derby. Derby. Thirteen thousand. Actually, we the the, the page is uh, is larger than uh, the amount of people that live in Derby. So apparently, we've we have a few followers in face uh, in Ansonia too. Because <laughs> you're worldwide. I'm having trouble speaking yeah. today. Yeah. I don't know what it is. So, is there anything before we let you guys go? Because those are pretty much all our topics. We hit. Wait, car. Oh, I didn't talk about Cars Three. I don't know if you guys want. I think that was I not good. Is it good? I, I haven't made it out. It's no good. Don't see it. No? So I'm going to cross I want to see that Valerian movie next month. That looks good. Valerian? What is that? That's, was that v- French? V- yeah. Luke mm. Besson, who did La Femme Nikita. That was like and, 50 uh, years Leon ago. The Professional <laughs> and The Fifth Element. Leon. Oh, Fifth yeah. Fifth Element. That was a good the movie. Professional. Mm. Uh, it, like, this movie sort of looks like The Sixth Element, but well, I don't know. We'll see. Cara Delevingne and is he, in it. So. He got in trouble. I'm he com- sold. He completely ripped off uh, Escape from New York. He was actually sued. By John Carpenter, and he lost. He actually was a, a true movie plagiarist. Dommage. So, yeah, yeah, he lost just a couple of years ago. Uh, um, La Femme Nikita was pretty good. That was a long time ago. So, all right, let's wrap it up. If you want to get, if you want to see Tim Willis shirtless in a calendar. Oh, was, <laughs> oh boy. Wait, that's, that's no, a, no, we decided not to go that route. That's my own thing. Sorry. He's but, the month of February for Valentine's Right, right. Yeah. Cupid. Oh, yeah. how did you decide, like, which, which firefighter got which month? And was there anybody jockeying for... Uh, y- y- you know what? That seems to have been a topic of uh, contention, and I really don't know how they, they, they ended up with that, but I do know there were certain months that were more sought after than others. So, uh, you know, maybe that's summer heat wave months, and then, uh, of course, February is always a hot one, right? 
And was there, uh, were there like any kind of stream? Is it all dogs and cats? Is like anybody it, it, pose with a boa yeah, or anything it, like that? There's no marmot? like Britney Spears boa. No, no marmots as well. Um, it's it's all cats and dogs. That's what they specialize in. All uh, abandoned and surrendered animals. And uh, you know, go out and support this uh, uh, Cares Coco's Animal Rescue effort of Seymour. Um, they're located on Silver Mine Road in the Seymour Industrial Park, and just uh, much like our fire department, 100% volunteer. Nice. Do you All have right. a dog at your house, Eugene? I'm sorry. Do you have a dog at your house? You want to hear a sad story? Uh, you no. got a couple of minutes? Sure. So, no, I don't have a dog, but oh. I want to thank Seymour uh, First Selectman Kurt Miller for making his monthly appearance to berate us about not covering Seymour, even though he's on once a month. And Seymour uh, Fire Marshal. Deputy, deputy Fire uh, Marshal. You did so good up until that point. Deputy Fire Marshal. It's Tim Deputy Willis. Fire Willis. Yeah, Deputy Fire Willis, we're just going with. Dippy Fire Willis for uh, <laughs> coming in and talking about your your calendar. Tim Marshall. <laughs> well, what gets me is it's Marshall one with L. one L one and L. then Tim with two, two M's. M's. That's the root of the problem. Well, there's two L's in Willis. You're not screwing that part up. Yeah. Mm. All right. I'm so not sure he even knew your last name, Tim. <laughs> we'll see you next week. And, and thank you very much, uh, anybody on Facebook who asked questions, even though the broadcast mysteriously ended. Mm. And hello to everybody in Ansonian Derby. All right. And with that, I must leave you. <laughs>